All right, everybody, welcome to Sideline Spectator, Season 2, Episode 8, Jake Smith, Sam Kell, Drake Downs. Uh, my team won this weekend. Drake's team barely won this weekend, and Sam's team is, once again, not the best team in the AFC West. Uh, Sam, I'd like to hear your opening take because you said it goes against everything you believe in, so let's hear it. Uh, as currently constructed and currently coached, this Chargers team – Cannot win a Super Bowl because you have and a nerd for a head coach. No, not 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 Staley. I am not talking about Staley. Uh, we don't have the speed at receiver. We don't have the coach to utilize the talent that we do have in Lombardi. And it's probably the most depressing thing that is a depressing pod. Play the sad music in turn. Uh, I don't know. It's we can't. We're not going to win a Super Bowl. Like we might be really good, win 10, 11 games, win a playoff game or two, but we cannot compete with Buffalo for sure. Uh, now they may they may fall off. I doubt it. But uh, unless this Lombardi gets a whole lot more aggressive and we go get Will Fuller or Odell Beckham or some speed, DeAndre Carter being our speed guy is not great. Um, I don't know. It's what happened to Jalen Guyton? No, he's buried buried on the depth chart below Josh Palmer and uh, DeAndre Car- Carter. This is why our intern sucks because he he waits like five minutes after we say something about it. I mean, it, it it's insane. Yeah, um, but like I said I'm I'm kind of like mini depression right now because uh, I've had time to get over the loss and not be rash too rash, but. Uh, watching all the Eagles last night and watching the Bills and watching all these teams. I mean, watching freaking the Lions. Amon Ra is a freaking stud. Uh, I don't know. We're not. We're 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 not going anywhere with this current roster. All right. It's so we'll talk sad. about that in a minute. Drake, what's your opening take? Um, let me think about this for a second. He's had six hours to think about this. So I was surprised by Sam's take, but I wasn't surprised. Um, let's go. Let's go. I'll take my opening take because I said what I said to Sam or both of us earlier this week about Lamar just lost the Dolphins once a max contract, right? So no, was not his fault. He played an incredible game. Uh, that defense is. Are they horrid? I don't know. I didn't really I watch know. that game. I didn't either. Um, but still, at what point do we start saying when it comes into these max contracts, you've got to be able – if you want to be by far the most paid, I think the win loss is on your shoulders. So if if you want to say, i got to be the highest paid player in NFL history, and then you lose to the Dolphins, no matter if you put up four touchdowns or – you ran for 75 and passed for 75-yard play, like whatever record he just broke, you still lost, and that's on you. But I understand where you're coming from, Sam, when you said, I'm sorry to say, it hurts me to say, but I can't put that loss on him. He is playing out of his mind, but I still, like, you have to find a way to win. And does this hurt or help his campaign? Does Sunday's game hurt or help his campaign for being the highest-paid player in history? I mean, it probably helps. I mean, I think I think – I know I hate having to defend Lamar on here, but uh, I mean he he looked good su- Sunday. I mean I, 
that's not the reason his he, they lost. I mean, they're they're up thirty five to fourteen at one point. Now, uh, I didn't watch the game, so I can't really comment. But I have him in fantasy, and so he did, he did pretty good. So I don't know. Uh, I I I don't pay him yet. I don't jump. It's only one game. I don't overreact to one game. Uh, however, if this trend continues, I mean, Baltimore's, he's looked good. I mean, week one he looked good. He looked like he yeah. was throwing the ball a lot better. Um, That's what I I'm mean, saying. If this if this continues all year and it's not just like a one one or two game stretch. Baltimore is going to be screwed because they're going to have to pay even more than they were originally. Well, that's that's what I'm I'm wondering though is we we go back and forth all the time about like Aaron Rodgers, a really good example, really really good quarterback, Hall of Famer, no doubt, um, one of the greatest to ever do it, but doesn't win. Now he's he's, he's got the money, like he he gets the money, but Lamar Jackson is not Aaron Rodgers, and so I'm wondering. You put on a great performance, but you still lost. Does that hurt or help your campaign to get get your get the bag? I don't think it matters week two, to be honest. Winners find a way to win, though. That's just oh what it comes God. down to. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, Sam is in a mood today. He must have not had a good day at the range. Um, my opening <laughs> take is it's kind of like a question for both of you guys, um, and I don't really know how to phrase this, but. I'll phrase it in two ways, and then I'll give you the list. So I can't tell who is in way over their head or what do all these guys have in common besides that they're NFL head coaches. All right, you ready for this list? Mm -hmm. So what do all these guys have in common? Nathaniel Hackett, Frank Reich, Zach Taylor, Mike McCarthy, Matt Rule. What do all those guys have in common? No wins. I don't know. That is that's inaccurate. Mike McCarthy does have a win. Yeah. Ah. Give me give give the list again. Nathaniel Hackett, Frank Reich, Zach Taylor, Mike McCarthy, Matt Rule. I got no idea. Frank I'll give Wright. you I'll give you the short answer. They all suck. They are all in way over their head. Nathaniel Hackett was a spe- he's been a special oh, he's teams terrible. coach. He he's is terrible. Horrendous. Frank Reich has zero excuses for the Colts being as bad as they are. Yeah. Uh, Zach Taylor, this is absolutely insane. I don't care if you just went to the Super Bowl. This is Joe Burrow's third year. His first year tore his ACL because of your offensive line, had no idea what they were doing. Last year, got murdered, but somehow went on a miracle streak like to where Joe Burrow just overcame all that and went to the Super Bowl. And then year three, here we are, and Joe Burrow's probably going to like tear another ACL because their offensive line is so bad. Boys, he has been sacked seventeen times in two games. This is like this is absolutely insane, and some of them are his fault. I've seen like some breakdowns on Twitter yeah. and stuff, like him holding the ball or like you know being frantic in the pocket. But when you're under that much pressure, I mean, you, you kind of like not to be Sam Darnold, but you kind of start seeing ghosts a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So. That's awful. Mike McCarthy, that dude's just—he's always been a laughing stock. Uh, and then Matt Rule, that just—that dude needs to go coach the Nebraska job. I thought he was going to be so good. Yeah, he—he he just needs to go and take over for Scott Frost in Nebraska. Um, all those guys weighing over their heads—they're morons. And yeah, that—that's just what it is. Um, we can get into team talk. So. Uh, I actually, because I'm the only one that does any kind of work on this podcast, uh, I interviewed a writer 
uh, for the Patriots. So you can listen to the Pat, what we're going to do, you can listen to the Pat's talk at the very end of the podcast with Pierce, um, Pierce Downey. Um, so we can get into, uh, we'll start with Sam because his game was the first game of the week, the Chargers, besides what you've already said in your opening take. Uh, How far away do you think you guys are from the Chiefs? I'll start with that. I think we're better than the Chiefs. I mean, I, I, I do not think they think the Chiefs are better than us. Uh, I think I think everybody that watched that game, I had a couple of people text me that hate the Chargers, or they pull against the Chargers because I'm so obnoxious about them. And they say, they, they said the Chargers are going to win 12 games this year. They're legit. Defense is, defense is there. Herbert's the good the guy. I, I just, I don't know. I, like I said, y'all, y'all, I watched the whole game. Y'all losers fell asleep by like halftime pretty much. I mean, Mahomes was very average against. He found a way, I guess. Somebody found a way, but he had a pick turned over. A, a, he had, he has thrown no picks on the season. However, he had he threw four. Yeah, he, he threw, threw like he threw three against us that had a bad penalty take. A bad penalty takeaway one where they called illegal contact when the receiver threw Terrible the DB penalty. on the yeah, ground. Awful. Uh, the, Asante Samuel did us intercept that ball. Definitely one hundred percent. And another one they call we intercepted one, but he did hit the ground, but he had control. Yeah, and another one we threw a pick, and there was a holding call, and then there was a DP, DPI, so it canceled out, whatever. And then Asante Samuel dropped a hundred and five yard pick six. Yeah. Also, um, so you. I the play calling is the only reason we lost that game in my opinion. Uh it's 10-7 at halftime when it should be 21 to 21 to nothing probably. They got they got they scored a touchdown on that that pick that we got for the whatever whatever it was called. They scored a touchdown that drive. Uh legal contact. So it it's 10 we're up by 3 and you feel like you should be up by 3 scores. And I, I was arguing with the stupid ass Charger fan and he's like, "Dude, we're fine." And we punted on multiple fourth and twos. Staley has said all offseason that he's going to remain who he is. And I know y'all think punting punting's the right move. Regardless of whether punting's the right move or not, he has stated multiple times he's going to remain aggressive. And that has absolutely not happened through two games. He has go crawled back into his shell. He's he shriveled away. He's got, he got bullied by the media, the fans, everybody like that. And he's just – and I that that's what bothers me. He lets outside people influence his decisions. If you're going – you but just go all in. If you're gonna do that and be that way, own it. Yeah, don't don't absolutely don't, own it. Don't double down. Don't don't be a nerd and an insecure nerd. If you're gonna be a nerd, no, just be a no, nerd. I, no, that, the don't be is, insecure. Do, do double down. Do double down. Do so you double want down. to no, be an insecure like, nerd? No, 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 I, no. Double, double doubling down. down it means he's he's he, right. Yes, if absolutely. Gonna, just own it. Yeah, be that guy. Make that yeah. bed. You got to lay in it. I yeah, make. absolutely. 100%. And that that it, that's disappointed me about Staley because I think we had a couple fourth and twos that you got arguably a top two quarter, top two, top three quarterback in football. Uh, you go get you'll get a couple of those. You might and you got a defense and having a good defense is a double sided, is a double bladed sided blade. What what's the what, <laughs> what's 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 the what's the phrase? Double edged sword. <laughs> Because you had a good defense, so last season we, excuse me, last season we went. A double-sided butter knife, uh, a double-sided circle. Anyways, last season we went for a fourth down because we had a terrible defense and we had to score in those positions to win. This year, the defense is probably top a top five unit, and you can afford to go for those even more now, in my opinion, because you got a defense that'll pick you up. 
if you're not getting it. Uh, it, it can, you can play it both ways. It kind of depends on how the game's going. But you cannot dominate a first half against the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and be up three points. That's The game was over at halftime because we were up three points. Uh, like I said, and then Justin Herbert fractures his cartilage and his ribs. And Let me ask you a question. Can't can't throw it away on third and one. <laughs> can't run past the first sticks and then throws a freaking dot for 40-something yards. So yeah. he's gone um, at this so point. So I want to ask you a question that I saw on Twitter that was uh, – I understand, I think, where you're coming from, but not totally. Um, I saw where you were saying – and it was the video replay of the pick six. And you said, anybody that thinks this is on 10 is a moron. It, it, and it, I understand that he got hurt and then maybe the play calling and, and the usual things we go with. But, like, at what point do you also say, like, that just wasn't a good throw? Well, it was a whip route. And the so the guy had outside leverage. And he's supposed to whip back in. And Everett's so tired, he just sticks. And Herbert's expecting him to come back in and play because the guy's playing outside leverage. And then he steps in front because Everett's yeah. tired and gassed. And maybe you could have said he shouldn't have thrown it to the tire, tired guy. Which, and he didn't even try to. Well, no, no, I'm not, I'm not even know. saying that. Like, even on, like, if it was to come back in, it looked like it still wasn't there, at least from what I, I mean, saw. Well, Herbert put it on the inside, the inside. So he's supposed to be coming back to it. And Everett just didn't, didn't ever move. Now, that's. That's the issue, and they—I don't know who came it out. It looks kind of jumbled it's, it's, in that, that in that part of the end zone. It looked like it was—it was, well, was a lazy, that? tired route, and yes, it gave it's, no it's effort. More of a bo- it, it's it's more like those whips are more of a box out type of route, which is why you run them with a bigger bodied guy like your tight end, like Gerald Everett, and like Sam said, he gave half effort and he stuck his foot in the ground, and then he just. Didn't and move. you can you can argue that Herbert should have the because he the guy was before the play asking for asking to come out but they were running the hurry up stupid run the hurry up was Again, that the first read though of that of that play yeah I don't 100%. know Pro- probably but also Everett had caught two passes before for like forty yards I mean he was hot he was the hot hand so at one point well, I'm just wondering of, if he didn't want to go through his progressions because he didn't want to get hit at that point you know what I'm saying oh he, he wasn't hurt at that point at the he big wasn't, six he wasn't hurt at the no. He wasn't. He oh. wasn't hurt at that point. No. Yeah. Gotcha. So you, you okay. can't even use the injury as an excuse for the pick six. But honestly, the only thing I question Herbert on the right there is going to a guy who you should, if you don't know he's gassed, you probably should know. And that's that comes with a being in the league longer thing. And maybe he just didn't know his. And Everett's first year guy, so like they're still getting new. So that's the only thing I fought Herbert for on that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it just. And then we punted. We're down seven at the end of the game with four minutes left, and it's third and fourth and six, and we punt. That's a surrender punt. Right. That's a that's a don't Repeat beat us that by one four. more time. We're down four. We're down seven with four minutes left on our like forty yard line, and we punt. Oh, what? Uh, I mean, punt the ball away. Could be faith, now, faith in your in your defense. Yeah, to hold them but, to three at least to make it a touchdown. Well, they game. they did hold. They they held, we were down seven. We held them to three. I thought you There's, said down four. Sorry. No, down seven with four minutes left. So at that point, you're playing to, okay, don't beat us by 14. Please only beat us by 10. Or something, something yeah, stupid. No, like, I, I hate I that. I, ha- I absolutely hate it. If you're going to beat me, I don't care if I lose by 14 or if I lose by one. Like, do they I have lo- three timeouts at that time with we did. four yeah, minutes we did. left? We, we did. I don't know. I mean, I like the faith in your defense, but like that still only leaves you with, like, with the two-minute warning, probably a minute 30. Yeah, well, with I a hurt quarterback to get down the field in hopes. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't hurt. 
at that point. Oh yeah, what? Well, when did know, he maybe, get hurt? I uh, like end of the fourth quarter, pretty much. Oh, know. okay. I don't know. Anyways, like I said, it's what a I sloppy think I, podcast, right? I, 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 th- I think we're half. I think we're easily better than the Chiefs. I think that we split with them, like I originally. I think we split with every divi- team in the division this year. Like I said. Couple weeks no, ago. you guys should not lose to the Raiders or to. Well, we're we're gonna lose we're gonna lose There's a game. No at Ma- we're gonna Those lose at Maha. We're gonna lose at Maha. I, I promise you, it, it's just gonna happen. All right, so Drake. Speaking of uh, speaking of teams that are starting out sloppy, uh, your Rams, your Rams. They came out hot. Well, week one they obviously sucked. Uh, they came out hot on Sunday, and then they kind of cooled off. You were a little frustrated in our group group chat and all this stuff. Luckily, Marcus Mariota isn't a good quarterback and all that stuff. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game? Um, no, it, everything looked like it was clicking. It, uh, Matthew Stafford was still – it blows my mind because we've, we've played two games and thrown five interceptions. It looks like he could even do more than – I mean, well over 20 interceptions that he did last year, that he threw last year. Um but Allen Robinson was getting some touches. Cooper Cup would Cooper Cup had zero targets in the first first quarter, and then in the rest of the game he had like fifteen targets yeah. and like a hundred and something yards. And so Cooper Cup came alive. Then we just started clicking. The run game was so so, um, but we were still finding a way to get to the end zone, having no problem. I will say the Falcons were moving the ball pretty easily. So that the defense is still like with all those superstars and, um, and, and, you know, these big free agent signings, like Marcus Mariota was moved Cordero Patterson. They're moving the ball at will. They just couldn't find the end zone. And so, um, honestly, the 28 to three, if you're watching the game was a lot closer than the score showed because the Falcons were able to move the ball so well. And then uh, just one thing after another interception fumble, just turnovers and then block punts. And then before you know, Falcons are back in the game. They've got the ball with two minutes left down six and they're in, in the red zone. And I'm like, Oh my, Oh my gosh, this is about to happen. And like you said, luckily Marcus Mariota is Marcus Mariota and ended up throwing a pick where Jalen Ramsey did make a impressive catch. Uh, but it shouldn't have had to come down to that. It's something that you got to take with a grain of salt. A win is a win in the NFL, and I'll take that any day of the week. Still a dub. Um, but got some things to fix, but it, it's week two. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much on it other than, like, it, it should have never – had to come down to that. Yeah, I mean, as Bill Belichick always says, the first month of the season is just an extension of the preseason. Figure out who you are. The Patriots for years, man. It would every year was, you know, the sky's falling. Uh, you know, Brady's falling off a cliff just because of the first like three or four games of the season. And it's like they always figure it out. And Bill has always said, like I, what I said earlier, is that the first month of the season is an extension of the preseason. Try to figure out who you are, figure out your identity, and maybe that's what the Rams are going through. Maybe they're trying to, you know, do some different things on defense. Maybe they're, you know, and I mean they're incorporating a bunch of different receivers on their offense. So, like, I mean, yeah. 
it, it, it's just a bunch of you know it's a bunch of moving parts coming off of a Super Bowl win that it's just like okay we can't do what we did last year because like you know historically it just doesn't happen like you you got to change up something otherwise people figure you out yeah so you know you got to break tendencies and stuff and they're probably just trying to work through that well, I will say it was nice because it looked like Allen Robinson he he fit he fits right in with the scheme and he didn't look like he was too um, down or like fed up. I, I don't know if he's that kind of guy anyway. He's kind of a quiet guy, not much in the media and everything, from what I can tell. But I mean, still running every hard route, whether he was getting the ball or not. Now, something that I, you know we've we've talked about, touch on it almost every week. It seems like, unfortunately. But Matthew Stafford's decision making, right? So I had tweeted out and I said, "It's not a Sunday. It's not a Sunday game without a Matthew Stafford interception." Sam saw the one that I was talking about, where it was like a fifty-fifty ball, but he left it short, and it was an easy yeah. interception. Uh, so I was like, "That was terrible." And I don't. I it wasn't say that bad. It wasn't. Be, it wasn't terrible. He are you gonna let? Are you gonna let your tight end go up for like a fifty-fifty ball Maybe. like that? I mean, I thought I don't think it was as bad as you thought. I think he just left it a little short because if it's at that ball's four feet longer, then it he Higby can catch it. No one else can. It was just a little short. Like I, I know he, you probably he throw he threw that other one was pretty was worse than that one. Yeah, I mean he just got read like a book on that second one, and so someone came to me. It's like why does it matter? They won, and I was like, well, at the time that I said that, genius, like they hadn't won the ball game, but still. I mean, these are silly, silly mistakes that, like, I don't feel like a year 14 guy should be making. I don't feel that way. He's made it for 14 I mean, years. I know. Though. That's I mean. what I'm saying. It's like, and you could say Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. And then, like, as much as it, it gets annoying to hear, like, oh, Detroit, Matthew Stafford, Detroit, Matthew Stafford. Is that just Matthew Stafford? Like, I mean, yeah. or just no, some brain, just brain dead, like, decisions that you're like, He's just how, a gunslinger. How do you go throw 350 yards and five interceptions? Like he is like, so good and so bad at the same time. He's it a lot so like Brett Favre. Favre. He's a lot like Brett Favre. Yeah. He's just a gunslinger. He's, I he's think that's probably the most accurate sure we, comparison. Yeah. I think yeah. we said that like a few weeks ago that that like Stafford was just like a little bit better decision maker than Brett Favre was. Hey, without uh, the penis pitchers. And Correct. the volleyball Crocs. courts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Food stamps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boys, speaking of food stamps, everybody on that Titans roster should be put on food stamps because they should be <laughs> out of jobs. Dude, they suck. They don't yeah. suck. They just went up against the best team in the NFL. No, they, they suck. And they lost to the Giants <laughs> in week. Cover which, your ears, the, Titans fans. The Giants are 2-0. and The Giants are 2-0. 2-0 and is 2-0. and But, boys, 2-15 is 2-15, and too. With that, it could be real quick. No, I lost no. a 10-leg parlay. And the one leg that didn't hit was the Titans over eight and a half points. They're dead to me. So I had the I Titans heard, plus twenty three for for one hundred and forty four bucks, and they lost. And they lost by thirty. I mean, it are the bill like that was pretty like eye opening. Are the Bills like that good, or are the Titans that bad? Like, They're, are the Titans as bad as like what we saw on Monday night? No, but I think the Bills are legit. But the problem is the Bills are 100% going to lose one of these questionable teams here soon. Like the, they're yeah, going to drop, oh yeah. they're yeah, going to yeah. drop one to the Jets or something, something or to the Jaguars. Something crazy is going to happen, 
and they're going to drop a game and everybody's going to freak out. But that that happens over a 17 game season. It's going to happen. But no, the Bills are legit. They're number they're number one. They're number one for sure. Our boy uh, Malik Willis got got some PT in last yeah, night. Yeah, he, st- he stinks too. Which was great. He went one for four, I think, for like six yards or something like that. But Tannehill no, wasn't. I that- can't. I'm not going to say he. St- well, he was. No, he stinks. Second string. But they just threw him straight. He's better than Tannehill. No, he is. That's low bar. It's a low bar. It it is, but he's Chase Daniel over Tannehill. Okay, Um, (laughs) but Tannehill went. uh, Let me pull it up. Yep, Uh, eleven for twenty for one seventeen. No touchdowns and two interceptions. He threw one. He threw a touchdown. Ryan Tannehill to Milano. Did to not. Milano, yeah, he threw a pick six. He hundred percent threw. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Um, yeah, that coward. And Derrick Henry did not get going like whatsoever. Um, He's washed. One point, boys. Average one point nine per carry on thirteen yeah, me, carries. Me and you can go do that, Jake, and maybe Drake. Oh yeah, Drake, easily. Drake has a Drake has a kid though. Drake so. does have a kid, so yeah, that might. I be got a little fun. more steam behind it off the line with this dad bod. <laughs> um. I don't know what – like, what would you say it's more of? Because obviously the defense for the Titans isn't as good as we were led on to believe, but also the offense has struggled the past two weeks. Well, Harold Landry so is like, for the what? defense. So yeah, that, 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 was a big, that was a big guy for them. What's more? What is it more? Is it more the Titans need more receiver help? Because their receivers do suck. Yeah. Or is it more on the defensive end of the ball? Well, Burks and Woods ain't, aren't bad. I really Burks is rough, and Woods is the only reliable guy they got. They need to get somebody that can catch a punt first of all, and then second of all, the offensive line stinks. Luan needs to be cut. He can go do his podcast with that wannabe Will Compton all he wants. And uh, but yeah, the offensive line stinks, which is affecting Derrick Henry and is affecting my fantasy team. So not not great. And Derrick Henry also gives you nothing in the passing game either. Absolutely nothing. Uh, it's yeah, he's not good. He's not good out of the backfield. He's not a good check down threat. Um, but I think it's both. I don't think you can pinpoint one right now because you can look at the offensive line as absolutely horrid. And, you know, so I'm not going to put it totally on Derrick Henry, but at the same time, the defense gave up three touchdowns to a receiver. I mean, Stephon Diggs just had a heyday. He looked like he was playing middle schoolers out there. He was going against a rookie all day. The Titans lined him up one-on-one with a rookie all day. Stupid. Stupid. Again, if you're not changing anything, like, I mean, you can scream at the TV. I knew where the ball was going. Yeah. I I was up by 30 in fantasy and played against Stephon Diggs last night and ended up losing. And you didn't even have to worry about Gabriel Davis. He was out. I mean, that's exactly what I was about to say. They didn't even have their second best receiver out there. Hey, Camaro or whatever. One of us, one of us, one of us, one of us, one of us. Right. Love that guy. Yeah. Two receptions for 50 yards. I mean, yeah. Yeah. How many receptions did you have last night? That's what I thought. I had as many receptions last night as the queen did. Um, All right. Oh, but Josh Gordon got some PT, got a target. uh, So shout out to Josh Gordon. Did not catch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Titans, they're like, it's just like, it's perfect. Like their division is so bad that they have time to like figure out what and who they are going to be. Well, I got a late hot take. Jags are winning the AFC South. My late, my late hot take. Yep. 
I'm shout out to Ronnie Durrett. I think uh, I think yeah, he, he had did. that one first. So he shout did. out to Ronnie. Um, yeah. I don't hate that, but it's gonna be chaos in the AFC it, South. It would it's be going chaos. to be chaos. Y'all not remember what I said at the beginning of the season? I said what never Jake happened. said. That's never been said before. I said the Jags have tried to put together a little team here. And uh, they just, they just, I mean, no, I, I agree with the you. Colts around. It's just People like forget. At the time, at the you said time it's just never said, been said before. No, 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 no. I think Sam said that. I think when you uh, said they're, they're trying to put together a team, I, I took that as, yes, they, they have 53 men on their roster. Yes, they, <laughs> they do have a team that is confirmed. People forget um, Doug Pearson won a Super Bowl against the GOAT. Okay. Uh, I forgot so, that. so. So Spill, we, we can talk about the goat. Let, no. Let's let's hear it. No, we got to X no, off no, the no, teams. I'm... We got to X off the teams. Let's go X. stay in stay in line. So you don't want to talk about the Bucks at all? No, I don't want to talk Bucks about the Bucks. The Saints game. This is a okay, Bucks that, Tom Brady okay. podcast. Let, let me just say that that game sucked. Um, yeah. Okay, Shout so Mike Evans. We are going to yeah, ride or die. Uh, teams that we can go ahead and X off this year. Um, Sam, you got the floor first. List off your teams. Can we? Why don't we just call this our bottom five power rankings? Oh, dude, I have way more than five teams that we're xing off. Oh man, really? All let's right. just, let's just Sam. Let's hear your just rattle off your list. All right. Uh, no Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Oakland Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. I'm xing both of those off. I think they're both trash. AFC West is very overrated. Continue, is doing? that the only two teams? No, no, no. Just, I'm not, I'm, okay, yeah, keep circle. going. Keep going. Um, are we just are we xing off teams for like that aren't going to win the Super? Definitely aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, the, that we're doing? no, they're not even going to like they're done. Like they're oh, you think that they're already well, Giant, done. Giant, Giants are two and zero oh and they're done. Sorry, uh, Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboy, Cowboys, Giants stay. might win that division. No, the Eagles are legit. Uh, let's see. Uh, Seahawks done. Falcons done. Oh, the Falcons are an interesting 0 and 2 team. They're they're gritty. I feel like they're going they're going they're going to be that 0 and team that's going to give you a good fight. Uh, Jets stink. I know they came back and won this weekend, but they're they stink. Uh, Bengals will come back. Bears suck. Uh, Justin Fields is thrown is thirty third in the NFL in passing passing passer rating. Thirty third. Yes, thirty third, and there's only thirty two teams. So I imagine Trey Lance and Jimmy G are both above him. Uh, hold, let me, well, let me ask I'll you a question quick. about the Jets. Yeah. Why you why you went past them? What week is Zach Wilson supposed to come back? I don't care. I think he sucks. He's got two well, more weeks. Two more weeks. So by a miracle, I don't know what the next two games are. Let's say they're two and two or three and one. Joe Flacco going to keep playing or Zach Wilson coming in? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah, a thousand no. percent. You no know what, what Joe, you know what Joe Flacco is. Like you, you can't win a Super Bowl not, with yeah. You, you you're not winning a Super Bowl with either. You can't win a Super Bowl with either one of them. So might as well build for the future, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, Bears and Texans both stink. They're out. Tennessee Titans out. Uh, Commanders out. Philadelphia's legit. Uh, Detroit's interesting. I'm not going to count Detroit out yet. Colts Colts are out. Panthers are very out. Uh, and that that's about it. That's, that's okay. All. So you Cleveland's you, interesting to me. You missed one that I have on my list. Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Steelers no, are out. No, I no. I think that defense is good, especially if TJ Watt. Not, not without TJ Watt. Oh, I, I guess. 
I forget he's coming back. Drake, would you relatively have the same list as Sam? Would you add anybody? Um. Oh man, the only one that I could see is the Bengals are out. Do you think? Did he say Bengals? No, I didn't. He say did that. not. I, I, I say I think I think they'll they'll bounce back and make a run. Bengals but, and then Cardinals possibly. Oh, I, I'm I almost said the Cardinals. I yeah. almost said the Cardinals. They're like on the front, like Bengals yeah. and Cardinals. They're both like number twelve and thirteen right. for me. I have a list of eleven teams. I have Panthers, Broncos, Colts, Washington, Cowboys, Bears, Falcons, Seahawks, Texans, Jags, Jets. What was the one that Sam didn't get? The Jags, because he said that they were going to win the uh, uh Yeah, Jags, you're not, I'm not counting them out. So, they like, I, but Sam, Sam, had, Sam had the tight, he had the same amount of teams in his. He just had the Titans, and I have the Jags. Um, so, th- I have three out of the four in the AFC South in my You're also saying Giants? As, as does Sam. No, I did not say Giants. I did. No. You can't you can't count out a team that's two. It's two and zero. I absolutely yeah. can't because they can be two and fifteen real quick. That division blows chunks, dude. Daniel Jones blows chunks. That's that's a fact. But he has Brian Dayball. I like and Brian, Brian Dayball, Dayball took yeah he took Josh Allen and made hey, him what he is now. But look at the Bills without Dayball. They've been pretty freaking oh, scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You just transition like they they had they run the same scheme. Like it's not yeah. like they. They transitioned like a my Bills buddy, system. my buddy that's a that's a Bills fan. He's from Buffalo. Says that they both sucks. So this is very interesting. That is a wild take. Does that dude listen to this podcast? Uh, I don't know, but he should tell him to to listen to this episode. And I will. He's friends him, with Jasper too. I will say. You are an absolute moron, sir, if you think that Brian Dayball sucks. That is insane. Look at look at Josh Allen before Brian Dayball. It's like BC. It's like BD. Um, like instead of before Christ, it's like BD for before Brian Dayball. Big dick. That is, yeah, that too. That is I, insane. I remember what was – I was just looking at stats at – Today or yesterday, and it was like people forget that Josh Allen sucked his first two years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was and it was like not—I want to say like it was like nine touchdowns, or like fifteen interceptions. Which you're a rookie, I get it. Uh, and then like second year was like twenty touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Which I mean, that's a that's a big improvement, but still like. And then now this guy is like unanimous MVP. Go ahead and give it to him. Like what an absolute like just the leaps and bounds that he's taken in, in year five is so crazy and, and wild. So yeah, hard to say Dayball stinks. Yeah. Um, speaking of Josh Allen, let's go to ballers and bums, three ballers, three bums, Drake. We'll do your thing. We'll go one at a time. So okay. you, do we all want to say the first one at the same time? I don't yeah, know. I mean, no, I don't. I don't. I don't I want to. Oh, though. Sam has a different one. Okay. Uh, mine and Drake's is. I'm gonna Drake feel dirty. I'm gonna. I'm gonna feel dirty saying mine, but I gotta say it. Me and Jake I have Allen. To, I have to keep honest. Just, no, yeah, just, Drake. You go. Let, you let, go, Drake. Let's go on. Drake. Go. Three, two, one. Go. Josh Stephon Allen. Diggs. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, mine, same okay. thing. Same thing. I, mine, yeah. Mine's Tua. Mine's Tua. Okay. Gross. I mean, I think I think he made a lot of easy throws, but he didn't screw up the game. He did. He did. Hey, he did. What he did. What he did. What he was given. He gave. He took what he was given, and he let Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill be the best players on the field, 
and didn't force anything, and that was stupid. What yeah, I so I'll highlights. see your I'll see your Tua Tungavailoa, and I'll raise you one, and I'll go with just the Dolphins receivers in general. Tyreek Hill. Dang it, that that should have been catches, what, I, what I said. Eleven catches. 190 yards, two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, 11 catches, 171 yeah. yards, hey, we're, and two we're touchdowns. Cutting, we're cutting my two appraise out of out of this pod, by the way. That is Cut, re- redacted. Redacted. Nope. nope. Can't do it. Drake, who's your second baller? Uh, I'll see. I'll see Sam's two, and I'll raise him with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts balled out last okay. night. Okay. Okay. He was not on my list. 26 for 26 for 31, 333, a tud. And they'll see his yeah. rushing was 11 carries, 57 yards, and two tuds. So, I mean, yeah. dude balled out last night. I'm going with uh, my little Cooper Cup. One of us. <laughs> I thought He's you were going to say, like, my little pony. No. Cooper hey, Cup pause. stud. What do you mean by that? One of us. Um, what do you mean? All right. <laughs> One of Sam, us. you – or Drake, you already said Diggs, so I won't say Diggs. Um, I'll go – I'll go with Aaron Jones. I mean, dude, he had 132 rushing yards on only 15 carries. Yeah. And a touchdown. Like, dude, that that's insane. And he had a bunch of catches, too. Like, that dude's just – he's just a machine. I know some people, like, think – I don't know, Sam, is it you that – you don't think that he's very good? Because he outside of Aaron Rodgers, no, he's I the best like player him. on that team. I, I like him. I like him and A.J. doing a lot. Okay, I can't remember who it is that, that I know that – Thanks that Aaron Jones sucks, which is a wild take. I try to get him in fantasy every single year. Drake, who's your uh, who's your third? My third, and I hope I hope this team continually shows up in our ballers and bums, and and soon makes their way to the top to the power rankings. But I'm going to okay. go with the Detroit Lions. Amon yep, Ross, Ross, St. Brown. Yep. yep. He's he's uh, nine reception, 116 yards, two tuds, two carries, 68 yards. He's so good. His dad is an absolute basket case, but he is so good. Sam, who's your third? My third is the Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, they had a touchdown, a three interceptions, two fumble recoveries, and only allowed ten points. And after the game, said we knew Jameis was going to give me the ball. Yeah, that was hilarious. Devin yeah. White said that. Yeah. That was incredible. He was like, "Yeah, we knew Jameis was going to be Jameis, so we just waited around." <laughs> Twenty-five fantasy points, also. Absolutely. I mean, oh, but wow. was he wrong? Uh, I mean. No. No, no Jameis is what he is. Um, yeah. All right, uh, bums, bums. Let's just – I, Sam, who's your bum? Who, who's your R- number one overall? Russell bum? Wilson. I think okay. he stinks. Okay, Drake, who's your number one bum? We've got 53 bums. It's the entire Tennessee Titans organization. <laughs> Every single one of them. Bums. Yeah, Eight and a half. Over eight and a half points, and you guys lost me a ten leg part. Like. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna go with he wasn't the worst quarterback I don't think this weekend, but his what he did last night was don't awful. you do this yeah, to me right Captain, now, Captain Kirk. He uh, he, he hates prime time. He hates. I won't don't, stand for this. He, he hates. That's it, Sam. That's exactly what I was about to say. He does not win prime time games. And the, I was so dumb to say that that was my lock of the week because it was a primetime game. Like, I should have known that. And yeah, he, I forgot. he refused to not throw it to Darius Slay. He was like, okay, this guy keeps picking me off. I'm just going to keep throwing it at him. Like, it's it's like he was like Brett Favre. He was like, yeah, I don't care how many times I'm getting picked off. I'm still throwing it to this exact same guy. It was wild to watch. Um, all right, Sam, your second bump. Jamar Chase. 
Mm. Two catches, 14 yards. Got locked by a guy that can't guard. They can't. <laughs> they can't defend. As Patrick Beverly would say, traffic cone. Yeah. Drake second bomb. Uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah. 16 yep. for 30, 195 yep. yards. Zero He's, tuds and three picks. Yep. That was my QBR of, a QBR six point two. That he is so bad. So bad. It's crazy, dude, because I really yeah. thought that it was Atlanta. I truly did. And I was like, I think Matt Ryan's got another one or two years left in him. And it's so – and I like the guy too, so. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Yeah, we got one more. Uh, Sam, your third one. My third one is a quarterback, and I feel like I, about, I always pick quarterbacks. Uh, Arnold Bitchin to t- Ryan Tannehill, but I'm not going with him. Uh, Justin Fields, as I mentioned earlier, he has the 33rd, yeah, 33rd ranked in passing in the NFL. There's only 32 teams. Um, also, he's thrown the ball 28 times in two games, and and he said that the fan base and, sucks. Every yeah, and every other NFL team has at least 28 completions. He has 28 attempts oh, wow. on the season. Wow! So not great in Chicago. Yeah, did you see that post game press conference where he? Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I I'm with him on that. Like I said they they can. They can dude, why? No, no, no. As yeah. a franchise quarterback, why would you say? Are you Sam? Are you serious? You are the only one in the world with that take. <laughs> I'm with him on that. They can. They can. They if they think the fans are more upset than the players are, they can. I mean, I don't know. You expect them to beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay on primetime? Like, get a grip. No, but that's not. That's not what. That's not even close think- to like what it was about. I think for him to say that for him to say that they don't hurt or like they don't care like we do, like is just like that's, that's not insane. true. People it's people true. pay thousands of dollars and spend thousands of hours and like they spend their hard earned money. And I'm not I, saying these I athletes disagree. don't work hard, but they make millions and millions. Like these this this makes people's weeks. Sam, do you realize like, this like, can, we we pay our team's salary? Like if you think about it. When we buy Sunday ticket, when we buy games to go to 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 like go to the game physically and stuff, like yeah. all that stuff is being put into these guys' salaries. Yeah, yeah. and what if Justin, what if Justin Herbert was just like, oh, they don't they don't care they don't they don't yeah like anything, what if Justin they Herbert don't put anything into this he would like, never yeah, say our, that our fan our fans just like aren't very good like he they, would not they say don't, that. they don't get it. And then he Sam's loves, like holding up his like bleeding <laughs> thumbs after he's tweeted seven million times defending him. And then Justin's just like, Sam sucks. He doesn't even. He probably care. does hate it. He probably does hate all of us that like obsessed over him and stuff like that. He probably does. Drake, I would, uh, I would die for him. Drake, who's your third bum? Uh, my third bum is um, had a good game, but he's still a bum for the decision making. I'm gonna go Nick Chubb for scoring that touchdown. What an idiot! With Absolute a minute and thirty moron. left, you know what's funny? I mean, it shouldn't have came. It shouldn't have happened. Sam, I know what like you're the gonna whole bring Browns up. just like, but that's like a Todd Gurley thing, is what Sam's about to bring up, right? No, 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 no it's not. No, um, no, it's but, funny because a couple of years ago, I bet the over on a Browns game. And Nick Chubb busts one 65 yeah. yards and falls yeah. on the two-yard line. And everybody yeah. bashes him because everybody bet the over. And I they win the game exactly they, and they need it out. My dad put 50 bucks on that spread and he ran out of bounds right there. I'll never forget that. My dad was so mad. <laughs> yeah, but that's that. That's what's crazy because he know he it's not like he doesn't know better because he's done it before and it's caused the Browns to win a game. So did the Jets get onside kick also? I didn't watch the game. Yes, yeah, so they yeah. that actually put them up. That actually put them up 14, 13. Yeah, something like that. 
So that put them up two scores. And so they went and scored. And they had, it was like a minute 30 left when Nick Chubb scored. So I was like, holy crap. And then they kicked the onside. And, yeah, total collapse by the defense as well and special teams. But you don't have to worry about it. You get the first down, you go down for Nick Chubb, and then need it out. Uh, my bum is going to be Hunter Renfro. Um, yeah. Twice. Luckily, the first one they got recovered. but And he got, he got lit up on that second one too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, you can't fumble either one of those times. Yep. But but also, honorary bum for that is Josh McDaniels because you got over the 50-yard line. Dude, all you got to do is like hand it to Josh Jacobs a few times and just kick the field goal and yep. you win the game. Like, you don't have to do anything crazy. Um, so, yeah, Hunter Renfro. Uh, power rankings. Power rankings. Sam, who's your number one? Bills. Well, we're all, we all we all got Bills at one. All right, two. Uh, so the Vikings have fallen out of my two. Um, and I know that's – I know me and Drake were big, big Titans people. But Kansas City Chiefs – Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs at two. Yep. Uh, actually, I have the Green Bay Packers at number three. Interesting. And I know that's crazy. Trust me, I know. No, no, no. I, I sorry. I, I, read my, I read my notes wrong. Green Bay Packers at four. Philadelphia Eagles at three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I think they're Our legit. Our top three is the same. Pa- Packers four and five. I am having to go because they had the best quarterback of all time on their team, Bucks. They found so a way. I, they found a way again. Another ugly game. They found a way to win. So, so I have the same top three as you, except I don't have. Um, who did you say the the Vikings? You still have in your top? five? No, Vikings fell out. Who was no uh, Bills? Bills. Packers. Pa- Pack- no. Oh, okay, okay. I don't have yeah. the Packers. So Packers would probably be six for me. I have Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Bucks, and then Dolphins. Yeah, I'm not dude, they just have them. a bunch of world class athletes this weekend. On their this team. weekend, this weekend, we see if they're legit or not. Who do they play? The Bills. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. All right, Drake. Uh, who, who, who's yours? I, I so, assume your top I, two is the same. Yeah, Bills, Chiefs. Yep. And then I'm gonna say Bucks. Okay. And then actually gonna go Chargers, Eagles. Whoa! Wow. Pause. You keep wow. you're keeping them in the top five. I, I really – I mean, you don't have any – you didn't have Keenan Allen Thursday. Didn't have our center or right tackle. Um, I'm pretty sure Mike Williams never came out of the locker room at halftime. You guys have a right <laughs> tackle? Um, no, 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 we don't. One pick six. I mean, there everything seemed to fall. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I just couldn't – In the right place for the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are the second-best team in the NFL. And I think that the Chargers definitely have the most talent – I think the Rams could be up there, uh, but the yeah. Rams got smacked around by the Bills, so it's hard to justify a top five. Um, but I do think that if the Chargers Chiefs played again, I think you have a different yeah. story. But I like I just think I that they could still be up there. I know there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this be like, "Are you serious now?" Hey, do we do, pause real quick? Do we all agree that the Chargers are better than the Chiefs as a team? Are we all in agreement? No. I think Chiefs are better. Because I contradicted I myself earlier by saying – I think they can go – I think Chiefs win six out of ten games. My, my question, why, why I asked that is because earlier I said I think the Chargers are 100% better than the Chiefs, but I just listed the Chiefs second, and the Chargers were not even in the top five. I think the Chiefs are better coached. 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, if Justin, Her- if Justin Herbert had Andy Reid, I mean, I'd have a Justin Herbert tattoo because of the two Super Bowls we've won. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's that's what it comes down to. I think they're just. No, I agree. Players. Okay. I, okay. We're in. Yeah, I agree. All right. And uh, then, and after seeing the Eagles last night, I mean, like, it's hard not they're to. They're legit. They're like, legit. You got Rams, and then I still believe in the Vikings. Um, and I'm going to die on this hill until it bites me in the ass come week like 10 or something. Acho just tweeted that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. So. That hope, dude he by, hope he gets hit by a bus. Has no brain cells. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let, let's wrap it up with Parlay to Poverty. My lock of the week did not hit. However, Sam is up like a gajillion dollars. Thousand. Hell, I'm telling you guys, you got to follow him. Sam, what's your lock of the week? Your absolute lock. You got to put the mortgage on it. What do you got for this weekend? My lock of the absolute week. See, I got three bets, but I didn't. I didn't, I didn't get. I didn't get a lock, but I'm, I'm looking at it right now. My lock of the week, easily, easily. If I, you see the Chargers minus seven, but you don't know what Justin Herbert's doing. Uh, I saw it earlier. Hold on. Kansas City Chiefs minus six and a half. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, uh, in that's in a, a dome and in, in Indy. Yeah, 100%. oh god, it's gonna get ugly. I think I think that I think the Colts hit kick hang around for like the first half, but I think they oh they they're gonna be bad. They it's gonna be bad. It's gonna get twenty one points probably. I think. But Chiefs Drake, minus six and a half. Yeah. Drake, what's your lock of the week? I love that one, Sam. Uh, yeah. But I also. I like I like the Rams too. The th- yeah, three and a half, half. minus yeah. three and a half. Yeah. If it gets to two and a half, I will nu- I will nuke it. Yeah, I'll um, nuke it if it gets to two and a half. Dude, I love I love Bills five and a half against the Dolphins. I'm not I'm not on the Dolphins train. I don't know. Sorry, I just I'm not don't on know. the Dolphins train. I I love the Bills defense, and then obviously we know what the offense can do. Um, I don't know. I just I could see that being. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I could definitely see ten. 10, 14-point game. Okay, so my lock of the week, Sam, I was going to say Chiefs, but I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a different one. Um, oh, there's, an, there's another one, too. That's, that's good. There is another one. It's it free. might be shocking. It's it free. Might, I probably won't say it then, but Detroit Lions. Oh, no. That's not what plus, I had. Plus five and a half. Not, Niners minus a, a point and a half. Jimmy G is – going to make that offense way better than it's been. You saw what he did Sunday, but I thought you were going to say Niners minus point and a half. What do y'all no. think about Raiders minus two in Nashville? I think that the Titans win. Yeah, yeah the Raiders Oh, two oh and 2 teams. Two oh and 2 teams. Yeah, that was it. No, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's going to he's going to have a buck 50. What's the rest of your uh, what's the rest of your bets? Oh, actually Titans Titans money line was on mine and uh <laughs> And what would I say? And 49ers minus point and a half. Drake, I might, par- I might parlay those three together too, honestly. Drake, what are your other two? I really don't like, I, I don't really, I don't hate Steelers plus four and a half. There, dang it. That was my other one. Yep. Um, I like that one, but I, a lot of this week is kind of gross. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's a lot of, I'm not shit touching Chargers. I, would, I, 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 feel touch like, I feel like the, the Sharks are, Trying to figure out these teams as much as we are right now, like nothing. This is nothing makes sense. This is one of those weeks where I'm going to do a lot of player props and not too many game lines. Um, see, Seahawks, man. I don't. What do you think about Falcons plus two? Because you said that's an interesting zero and two team. 
is the Seahawks, did they have that one pop and are they back to reality? Dude, no, I'd go I'd go Falcons money line. And honestly, I, I I'm changing I'm changing my Titans one. I uh, just I just saw the Eagles minus six and a half against Washington. I know it's a division game, but man. it's so hard for these brand new teams like your Eagles and your Dolphins and your Giants, like these teams that are that are winning that are two and zero. And it's so hard for me to just hop on with it and like and be comfortable with those bets because of what the last six years or whatever has yeah. shown us. It's so hard, but I, I know it's the new age of football. I don't know. I, I, like, I think the Eagles are legitimate right now. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, see, it's like – it's almost like I would want to take the Cowboys money line too against the Giants. Honestly like, – That's another division game where it's just like you just look at the names and it's just well, like, man, the well, Cowboys the, the, are so much better. We didn't talk about it, but Cooper – Cooper Rush balled out too. He yeah, did. plus the plus well, one twenty money line for the Cowboys. They're like three hundred and something yards, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. The plus one twenty money line is interesting for the Cowboys. Yeah. And the over under is only thirty nine and a half, which is yeah. that's not too bad either. But it yeah. is a division game, which it's a money and it's a money and it's prime time too, so Yeah. And then what's the uh see the over under on the Packers and Bucks is only forty one and a half. I'd probably hammer that over. Only forty-one and a half for Brady and Rodgers. The pa- Packers don't have enough weapons for me to hit any of their overs this year, really. Where are they at, and what's the weather going to be? Tampa like? Bay. Is that hurricane shit coming? Yeah, that, that's a good point, Sam. Because it's like, it's like if 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 Evans doesn't get his suspension like, uh, like overturned or whatever. Godwin's obviously out. If Julio's out again, oh, that Brady, is true. Brady's thrown to these same guys. Yeah, but yeah, probably take the under. There, there's no we- there's gonna be no weapons. Alan Lazard's gonna be the best weapon in this game, which is crazy. It's America's game of the week too, so I bet they're like, man, this, this is sucks. not gonna be a good game whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> but um, that'll do it for for this week. Like I said earlier, uh, stay on if you want to uh, listen to some Pat's log off. Uh, click Pat's click the log off button with a with a Patriots writer, uh, Pierce Downey. Um, boys, anything else to end us out? My season's over. Yep. Cancel sure cancel the season. That one and one. You're done. Drake? Falcons are a good football team. <laughs> wildly inaccurate. All right. On that one, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, everybody. Uh let's welcome on Pierce. Um you can follow him on Twitter at Pat's Downey, which is I mean, Pierce, I don't know if uh if you recognize this, but that's kind of an ironic name, because uh, most Boston sports fans in general are are downers. Um, I, I would include myself in that in that situation as well. So the fact that your last name is Downey and you know Pat's Downey, so it kind of I don't know if you did that on purpose or or what, but that's uh that's pretty perfect if you ask me. Um, I think yeah, that was a little, I think that was a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Pierce does uh does a lot of writing, um, a lot more than uh than I could ever imagine, especially playing football right now, which is insane. Um, you write for, uh, for stadium rant.com, uh, around the block network.com. And then also, uh, what is it? Uh, Gillette gazette.com. Is that right? Yeah. That's, that's like a subset of stadium. Rant. It's kind of confusing, but it's like part of stadium. <laughs> it's like a monopoly basically. Yeah. Well, Pierce, we're, uh, we're glad to, uh, to have you on. Um, Man, the very first thing that I want to get to, um, we we were just talking uh, beforehand. 
Miami and Baltimore, they just, uh, the Dolphins and Tua, <laughs> it looks like they're legit, which is crazy to think after last week. I didn't think that Tua was very good last week. Yeah, so what does this mean for the landscape with Miami going to be sitting at 2-0, and Baltimore sitting at 1-1, and but we play Baltimore next week. The Patriots are more than likely, because it's the Bills division, the Patriots are more than likely going to be fighting for a wild card spot as long as the records work out. But this is not good. Miami's in our division. They're starting out the year hot, 2-0. and And then Baltimore is more than likely going to be there at the end of the season. So what's your overall view on the landscape uh, for the in, in regards to the Patriots and the, the teams that they're, quote-unquote, competing against? I think, obviously, like, like you said before, I'm – Despite this, I mean, this was one of the best. This is obviously to his best game of his career, but that's one of the best performances I've seen from an AFC East quarterback like that in a while. Um, I just, I, I'm still really not not scared about the Dolphins. I think you can look at this game, but I'm again, we saw what happened to them last week. I think this was a little bit of a fluke almost. Um, so I think the Dolphins were like always. I think we're still going to be competing with them for the second spot. Uh, Again, it's it's an insane game by Tua, but it's really only going to count for one one win in the column. Uh, I'm, I wasn't sold at Miami at the start of the year. This is a little bit scary, but I think I'll have to see a little bit more of this in order to really be really scared about facing Miami in the coming years. Uh, as for the Ravens, they're definitely favorites uh, to win their division. I'm I'm less worried about the Ravens next next week than I am about the Dolphins, but I think this isn't a sign that it's bad as of now. I don't think we should be overreacting uh, about the both of them as of now. And now if the Patriots lose to the Ravens next week, and if Tua keeps putting up 600 yards and seven touchdowns every game, or, or even half of that, I think it would be a little bit time to, to can look at um, what we need to do to fix it. Because I do not want to be in a division with Josh Allen and Tua if he's putting up those numbers, even half, again, like half of that for the rest of the year or even next few years. Absolutely, and I would not. Uh, I would not put it myself in the category of being a quote unquote, you know, to a non person, a to a believer. Um, but if he, I mean, yeah. production is production. If you win, you win. Like that. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. If you can win games, then you can win games. I mean, that's that's just what it is. At the end of the day, um, man, I want to get into something else. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. He's getting a little bit more snaps. Uh, I haven't seen Phil Perry come out with the uh, the snap count yet for each individual player, but. Um, he got three targets, which is obviously way more than last week, um, but uh, finished with two catches for 16 yards. It just seems like every time that Mac targets him or that he's in the game plan or he's just on the field in general, I feel like it just opens up the offense so much more than when he's off the field and he's in Bill's doghouse. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking that um, when we – so I don't exactly remember – but in, in the game against the Steelers, um, he he had two catches, I think, that were called back because it was it holding. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he, he's a, he has a lot more than, than people give him credit for, especially than stats give him credit for. Uh, you are right. I, I, I really think that he, he has the potential to be a wide receiver one. He has the potential to be a 1,000-yard receiver. But I mean, we got to give him a chance. It's it's a little hard to see a guy of his talent just sit out pretty much the first half of this game, and then the, again the entire game last week. We we got to give him a chance, and I don't know what's going on 
with with the coaching staff, but it's it's painful to see at this point because you know last week we saw him. He was in like two snaps, and he already had more yards than Aguilar, Johnny Smith, a lot of other people. It's just he's such a good player, and it's hard to see a guy like him not get the snaps snaps he deserves. I, and I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it, it has to stop. Is what it is. But I want to talk about a different receiver, and we'll get into the coaches in a second. But uh, okay. Devontae Parker, here's my thoughts. And Trey Lance, uh, it just went down with an injury. So it looks like Jimmy G is going to be coming back. But uh, all right, so Devontae Parker, man, there was a lot of hype around, you know, Patriots Twitter and all that stuff with with the signing of Parker. It's like, okay, Max got, you know, a big-bodied receiver, uh, jump ball guy, guy that can stretch the field. But in this offense, man, if if – Parker is all he's going to do is stretch the field and be a quote unquote jump ball guy. It looks like he can't do it because not that it was a great throw by Mac, but the interception, I mean, Parker, he knew that the safety that uh, I think it was Fitzpatrick that, that picked it off or it was somebody, but I mean, he knew that he was right there and he just tried to let the ball just put it in his bread basket basically without jumping for it. And then last yeah. week against Howard, he put forth very minimal effort to get that ball. And it's just like, okay, yep. if this is going to be the typical Patriot thing, like where Bill's like, okay, what do you do good? Okay. You're pretty much just going to do that. But if you're not doing that, man, what's the point of having you out on the field? Yeah. You know, I, I, when I, when I saw the notification that they were getting Parker, I was super excited because I, I thought back to it. Uh, it, was, it was his 2019 season. With, I mean, it was with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He had like 11, he had, he had over a thousand yards. He was obviously in his prime self. And that was who we were hoping to, to, hoping to get. And it's just the first two games have been quite, they've been a disaster with him. I mean, he has both of his like considerable targets have been interceptions. He's not really showing what we thought he would be. And it's kind of disappointing um, to see him go like that. And I mean, we could argue right now that. Lil Jordan Humphrey has been better than him as of now. I think because I mean Lil Jordan had like I think it was like 15 yard catch today, but he's not been what we were hoping. And you know, to be fair, it's only been two days, sorry, two games. But if this continues, uh, it's going to be a rough. It's going to be a rough. Uh, it's going to be rough seeing him fail again and again. And it'll just you know chalk it up to another receiver that Belichick has his eye yeah. on that, that doesn't work out, which and is I, not, not great. Maybe, and I was thinking about this, is he wears number one, and the last three guys to wear number one for the Patriots, it was uh, Newton, Nikhil Harry, and then him. Maybe that has something to do with it. but Or maybe he needs <laughs> yeah. to switch numbers or something because it's just not working out right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't realize that, but that's that's a very good uh, – that's something that I would think about for sure. Um, all right, so Mac, in my opinion – if you look at his stats at the end of the game, it was like, okay, he, he was decent. But, man, and and you know, at least on Twitter, you know Bryson a little bit. Me and him are pretty good friends, and, and, and we text back and forth during the games. But it's just like, man, he throws a lot of hospital balls, not necessarily into, yeah. like, bad coverage. It's just that he leaves the ball floating so much. Like, he doesn't put any extra, you know, mile per hours on his fastball or anything like that he just kind of leaves it floating and it puts his receivers and running backs in like terrible situations. And sometimes, yeah, man, that's... he just makes head, head scratching throws like the, uh, 
the rollout that Cameron Sutton dropped, the uh, the interception, that was potential really- interception. That was a terrible yeah. throw. That was painful to see. Yeah, that was really painful to see. Um, that especially that, like that rollout. I, I was, I was just like baffled at what he was thinking there. I mean, but uh, to go back to your question or to your statement, I think that's true. I mean, I he doesn't have any zip whatsoever. It doesn't really matter if it's a checkdown or like a th- twenty yard bullet. He has no zip on it, and I think as the game is gravitating to a, to a game where it's more where to be a successful quarterback and to make the money to uh, could be considered a successful quarterback. You have to be fun to watch. You have to be like, you have to be like Lamar Jackson. You have to be like Josh Allen. And if he doesn't adapt um, and if he doesn't fix that game, he's going to be really, he's going to be doubted upon in this league simply because of he's not fun to watch. And to give him his credit, he does the job, which is I think what Bill cares about more. He does the job. I mean, he'll, He'll make the he'll make the throw no matter how easy it is, but it's just not particularly outstanding. And I think that in the long run, if he wants to appeal in this league, he's going to have to fix that aspect of his game is just being more athletic, being more uh, accurate with more speed. So it's and, and Pierce, my my rebuttal to that not not that I disagree with you, but my rebuttal to that is like you can't really in the aspect of just like all sports, not just football, but it's. Right. Athleticism is one of those things that you can't really teach. You either have it or you don't. So my follow-up question. Uh, athleticism wasn't necessarily – I guess – I guess. can I say yeah, back yeah, to Yeah, yeah, go that? ahead. Yeah, uh, I guess athleticism wasn't really the right word. It, it's just more about the way he – it's really just about the, the ball he throws. It's got to be faster, and it's not going to work in the long run if he continues to throw these, you know, um, just lobs that – get caught, but they're not, it's not going to work in the long run, especially as he, we hope to see him face against harder defenses in bigger situations. So do you think, so Mac is obviously a pocket passer. Like there, there's no denying it. You know, he's not going to escape the yeah. pocket and, and outrun guys like, like Russell Wilson or, or Mahomes or Allen or anybody like that. So being a pocket passer, being like that, that Brady, not that I'm comparing him to Brady or anything, but like, you know, more so just a pocket passer, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, smart, know where you're going with the ball before the play even happens type thing. You mentioned the zip. I mentioned the zip. Uh, Decision-making. If there's one thing that you could put your finger on the pulse of what Matt needs to improve on the most, and it doesn't have to be those those two things, but, like, what is, like, in your eyes, what is the one thing that Matt one million percent has to improve on for this team to have any chances of getting a wild card spot for the playoffs. It just goes down to zip. Um, the zip has to, has to improve. And, and I guess that sounds basic, but if you improve the zip, that means you can improve the, you can improve the ball speed. You Absolutely. can improve the the throw power. Um, and you know, you can't ignore, he, he has a faster uh, 40 yard time than Patrick Mahomes. So he could utilize that if, uh, if he, it does it the right way. So I think he just has a lot of untapped potential that he can use. But it, it comes down to zip. With the lack of separation that I see from the receivers, uh, I'm sure you you kind of see the same thing. But it's just like it, it – honestly, Pierce, it reminds me of the 2019 Patriots and the 2018 Patriots, if we're being honest, where it was very hard for the receivers to get any kind of separation and everything was just hard. With that being said, with everything looks hard, no separation, the play designs do not look good to me. I feel like we have 
there was multiple times where Mac threw the ball and it was either completed or incomplete. And we had like three guys within the, you know, same vicinity of each other. Does Matt Patricia have any idea what he's doing or I mean, what's your opinion on it? Because there's no separation. Things look clogged up. It, it like everything looks hard, man. And it's just like, this is four years in a row, basically of like receivers not being able to get separation and, we just we can't get anything easy, basically. People are people doubt Matt Patricia a lot, but I think I think they'll figure it out. I really do. Um, I think as as time goes on, he'll he'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about it. The scheming does look a little off so far, but I think it, again, it's too early in the season. This is, this is the hard part. Is it's too early to really uh, really understand what it's going to look like. Uh, it, it has been a little concerning in the past, like you said, the past years, but. Matt Patricia, he's a he's a football guy. He's the senior football advisor. I think I think they'll figure it out if we're being if I'm being honest uh, with myself. Pierce, agree to disagree. I I just don't think that Matt Patricia is an offensive coordinator and Joe Judge as the quarterback coach is a very good combination. Um, yeah, I, I just really hope, man. You see a lot of these guys like Baker Mayfield. Um, it happened with Mariota in Tennessee. He had five different offensive coordinators in five years. I really hope that that doesn't happen with Mac like that. That would be the worst possible scenario. You know, this is Mac's second year. He had Josh McDaniels last year. Now he has Matt Patricia. Well, it's like, okay, if the offense is still bad at the end of the year and Bill sees that, you know, he's going to be like, well, okay, we, we probably need to make a change at the offense coordinator position. And then boom, that's three different OCs in three years. I just really hope Pierce that, that that's not the case. That mm-hmm. that Patricia can fin it like figure it out, or somebody in house with the same system, the same verbiage, all that stuff can figure yeah. it out. Because that would be the worst thing for Max, you know, growth. Well, I think we have to understand is that it's we still have Bill Belichick on the staff, and I think he'll be a major part of not only teaching Max but teaching Patricia. So I think that's an important uh, thing to remember. And I think it, I think it will end up working out. I mean, things have a way of working out. Uh, in most parts of life. And I, I do think that it, it will find its way. It's been a little concerning up to now, but think of Patricia as like a rookie. He's a rookie offensive coordinator um, and he's just figuring things out. And he has one of the best coaches uh, that's teaching him. I'm sure you saw Damian Harris went down with a knee injury. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm looking on Phil Perry's uh, I, I, Phil Perry. He, he He's by far the best, like beat reporter. I think in my opinion, out of, out of any of the guys, like I have his tweets, you know, his, his notification set to on. Um, but he hasn't so far, he has not said anything about Damon Harris's knee injury. Um, do I mean, this is suppose let's just play a scenario. If Harris goes down for multiple weeks or God forbid, it's a, you know, an ACL where it's a season ending knee, knee injury. What does that mean for the offense going forward? Because he is a massive vocal point the past three seasons in the Patriots offense. Yeah, it's good that we have uh, Ramondre to be uh, a depth piece, but I mean, Damian Harris is Damian Harris, and if we lose him and we just have to rely on Ramondre, that that may bring up some uncomfortable situation uh, situations, and that's not a position we want to be in. Um, but it it wouldn't be the end of the world if we didn't have Ramondre. It would be it would pretty much destroy our our running game. But we have Ramondre, who's who's phenomenal this game, so that's uh that's a good part about it obviously i we'd rather have both of them healthy yeah right um 
the defense was the defense. Like, you know, B- Bill's defense is always going to be solid. They were solid again today, in my opinion. Um, I-, I thought they were solid last week, to be honest. They just – it was very inopportune throws that, that Tua converted on um, on a lot of third downs last week. That was the big the big thing from the defense. But uh, other than that, man, as a whole, I thought the defense both weeks played relatively well. Um, Pierce, what is uh, – and and – taking this game into account and last week what's what's your outlook on the on the season what what are the pats as a team have to improve on or the coaching staff etc cetera, etc cetera, to be able to fight for that last playoff uh spot come the end of the season i think the defense needs to stay right where they are they were they've been really playing really well lately or the last few games at least and they played really well uh at least the start of last season they need to stay right where they are defense or sorry the offense that's uh going to be either that that's going to be the make or break of this team. We got to figure out um, how we can get Mac more schemes so we can get guys further downfield. Cause right now, as you see, we just throwing check down after check down, which um, is not, it's not just, that's just not good football. And especially in today's world, it's not going to get you anywhere um, as you go later down the road. And as a defense is figure out, cause figure that out. Cause that's a super simple scheme. Uh, it's it's going to be the offense. That's what we have to improve on running game is, decent it's not exceptional it's gonna be the passing game though that's gonna be the the biggest factor the trade deadline and bill historically he does not like it's it's like clockwork pierce every single year it's like pat's twitter mm-hmm. is like oh the you know this guy's on the trading block like we need to get this guy whether it be a receiver or you know corner or whatever it is is there anybody that or any position i'll say that because it's early in the year is there any position that you would hope that by the trade deadline that the Patriots, you know, look to grab somebody or, uh, or trade for. Oh, I I've been saying it for the whole, um, I've been saying it for the whole time. They need to get OBJ. That would be incredible is, is to get OBJ and he's a free agent. We got to do our best. It's kind of hard to convince a guy to willingly go to Foxborough, but OBJ, that, that's my guy. That's what I've been dying for them to see. He's just a dynamic guy. He's fun to watch. That, that's who it would be. We got to get somebody that can be dynamic at, at the receiver position for sure. Yeah, definitely. Everybody make sure to follow Pierce uh, at Pat's Downey uh, on Twitter. And, uh, and you mm-hmm. can go there, and he has all of his uh, sites that he writes for uh, in his Twitter profile. So uh, j- just make sure to check that out. And, uh, Pierce, we appreciate you coming on.